Yo, what's going on, Internet? The Blog Kyle here, aka TBH, and I'd like to welcome you guys back to the Gaming Illuminati podcast. It is now time to do episode 82, but before we get into the show, allow me to introduce you to my co-host. The first of which just recently moved up to the east side of Detroit. When he's not podcasting, he's cosplaying as a game developer. He's known as Gaming Etho. Say what up to the people, Mike. Hey, what's up, Mike? But I'm not in Detroit no more. Oh, let, let, uh, get people your location so they can come rob you. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> I'm just not getting noise. I'm not in Detroit anymore. Uh, true, true. I'm, I'm glad to hear I'm you made it out of white people. I'm glad to hear you made it out of poverty. Uh, <laughs> no, it's never in poverty to begin with. But yeah, sure, <laughs> right, right, sure. <laughs> and my, se- my second co-host <laughs> is tagging in for JG because Mr. UTX traveled the Donners away for some business. He's the guy behind the unfiltered podcast. Be sure to subscribe on Anchor, Spotify, and all other major platforms. He goes by Flock. Say what up to the people. What up, people? What's going on, y'all? Let's get it. You already know what it is, man. And if you want to appear on the next episode, you guys want to be a guest, be sure to support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash GI updates. Also, be sure to take the show on the go. The podcast is available on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, and all of the major podcast outlets. Be sure to download the GI app. It's available on iOS and Android. It's free. Just search Illuminati on your respective app store. Keep in mind that we spell Illuminati with the word naughty as in naughty or nice. All right, fellas, let's get into the main conversations. There's been a lot of games that have came out since the last uh, podcast. It's actually a pretty good time to be a gamer once again if you don't have anything to play uh that's on you you just have shit taste probably um the first of which we want to talk about because i think this is all we've all played something at least a little bit of it um the division two uh this is the sequel to the original the division this one takes place in dc looter shooter they've had some betas we've had time with the beta we've had time with the final game um i just want to stress when we're talking about these games these are first impressions uh at this moment in which we're recording this podcast what is it it's march 24th i'm level 24 i'm not even like level 30 yet so this is the first impressions i don't think you beat the game either did you eat those no um, yeah and no, i think you just you've only played like uh multiple betas right flock yeah yeah i'm still debating whether i'm gonna actually get it or not but it's one of them games man it when rubs me with part one rubs me the wrong way I, i'm always skeptical about it I feel you. I feel you. Um, all right, Ethos. We'll sell the game to Flock. What's the, what's the good, bad, and the ugly on the division for you so far? I ain't gonna sell him the game because I don't know. <laughs> you're a shill, though. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, you're right. Ubisoft <laughs> get, cut me the check like EA does. So right, 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 right. I can't speak about it. But um, I mean, it's like if you like the that's why I describe it. Like if you like the division one post like one point eight patch or that's like way later in his life so that's like two three or two and a half maybe three years after the game had been out if you played that game uh, and you enjoyed it uh you'll like the division too uh if you just didn't like the division at all or you don't like looter shooters you're not gonna like the division two uh the best way to describe it is like the division two feels like a it's an evolution of the first game and not necessarily like a um a revolution or like a like a, a rational a radical change to the formula it sticks to what um, it knows fans of the first game loved, and it fixes a lot of the issues that the previous game has. So, yeah, that's the best way I discovered. Okay, okay, okay. And how you feel about the location and being in DC now, and like the story? Um, I mean, it's pretty cool. Um, it's kind of, I mean, I mean, I like urban environments, so that I mean, that's always fun. Uh, I've been to DC, I think twice. So, um, I mean, I recognize it, but like you already said, we, when we talked offline, um, a lot of it's like a tourist area, so obviously it's like the most like recognizable areas, um, and not like the greater DC area. But uh, overall, I mean, the sitting's pretty cool, so I, I enjoy. It. I don't know if I enjoy it more. The weird thing is, like, I don't know if I like New York better or uh dc better as a location um i don't know if it's like maybe i prefer the snow aspect or not but i don't know 
It's cool, though. That's actually one of my critiques. I feel like the story... I mean, I guess because it is a looter shooter, like, I don't know if I should care or not, but, like, the story was, like, kind of whatever to me. It did nothing. Like, they kind of just drop you in in the beginning. Like, if you played the beta, the beginning where they drop you into DC, that's the story. We're here. Let's <laughs> take back DC. And it's, like, there are cutscenes in it, but, like, each of the cutscenes are kind of, like, you just recruiting, like, new soldiers. Yo, this is my man, Ramendez, right here, and he's great at engineering. All right, well, let's take back DC. Well, this is my, this is my girl, Deborah, right here, and she's great at... I don't know, fucking shooting. All right, well, let's take back DC. Like, there's no real story. It doesn't really... I mean, exp- there, there, to be fair, from what I got, I think I'm probably farther than you in the story. There is a, a pivotal moment okay. in the story where, like, things get interesting, but, like, I don't want to say it because it's... Very, so it, it does get better. Story. So how how far into the story do you feel like we're, okay, now it's starting to get interesting? I'm, there's actually I'm something there. Hours. I'd say it's like 10 hours. I'm 13 hours right now in the game, and I, it was, like, right around the story. Like, if you're doing what you're doing, which is, like, running around doing all the side stuff... Um, I think, like, it kind of fucks with, like, the story flow a lot. Like, you can't keep up to, like, what's going on in the story. But I think, like, if you do what I'm doing, which is, like, I'm trying to hit as many story missions back-to-back as possible, and then I go back and do all the side stuff, or if I run into side stuff while I'm doing the main mission stuff, I'll do it. Um, I think, like, that's the case. Uh, It's kind of weird because the story like it starts off very weird like it's just like oh like we're under attack and you're like okay and it's like you gotta go to dc because like you're what is it the um the shade network's down or like in in the national so like it's like okay this is an interesting premise so we don't have our shade tech but like you go there and, and it's like as if nothing really like changes because it's like you can still use all your technology you can use all your skills so it's like how story-wise I don't feel like the story is impacting me while I'm playing the game. It's just like, okay, this seems like a, just a reason to make me go from point A to point B. But I feel like that would have been my biggest critique. Like, it would have been nice if initially when you start the game, maybe this, maybe you would have called it boring, but it would have been nice if like you couldn't use your division abilities or maybe they were glitched or like it'd be more difficult to use your abilities or like things would happen that were abnormal with it because the shade network's down. That way, like, when you could have just used more story, context. Yeah, like there's a lot of stuff that's just like there's not a lot of context of this things or people are always just blaring like they're doing info dumps in your in your ear twenty four seven. But like I mean, this is part of looter shoes. Like that's just what they do. Like Anthem does it. Um, even though I think like Anthem, thanks to like how it focuses on like you know the story with like stronger cutscenes and characterization, um, it has it does it a little bit better. Um, I think another issue is and again like De- De- Destiny did this in, De- in Destiny two and then they finally fixed it with Forsaken. Um, and I think the division still I don't know why they do this shit, but they need to give your main character character of voice i'm tired of watching these cutscenes. Mm-hmm. the main character just sitting there like a dumbass and not saying mm-hmm. anything or contributing at all um i don't know that's like a con Let's i think it's a conscious yeah it's like maybe it's a conscious decision that they just like they want you to like voice yourself or feel like role play yourself but i, I feel like it's stupid just like give us a voice or let's pick a choice like massive uh a voice and then like let us like either like give dialogue options like how you did with assassin's creed or um like just at least give us a, uh, an identity or some sort of characterization instead of like just this blank like Morgan Freeman or not Morgan Freeman what? Morgan um whatever the fuck his name is from High Life uh Gordon Gordon Freeman um <laughs> let's uh let's shift it to something more positive because I don't want people to think we're just like ragging oh, on the game oh, yeah, or no, like that. yeah we're not uh, yeah, I actually really bad, uh, yeah. I really enjoy the gunplay in this like it feels it it took me a second to get used to it because like we've been playing Anthem before this and I put like seventy hours in Anthem and just flying around it was kind of hard mm-hmm. to get used to just being you know Call of Duty boots on the ground <laughs> moving air yeah. but once I got used to the movement like the the gunplay is like really it's really solid uh, I really enjoy sniping in the game and I also enjoy the fact that the game isn't bully, bullet bullet spongy bullet anymore. Spongy. Yeah, like in 
the first one, it didn't matter what angle you hit somebody from. Like, you just had to put 10 clips into them. And this one, like, each enemy, like, the armored enemies, especially as a sniper, it's really good. I just got to hit him, like, three times, like, in his, like, in his arm. And then, like, some armor will fly off his arm. And then it's open. Then you hit him, like, one more shot and he dies. Right. So it's, like, it's, it's, it's more strategy and it's more about flanking and really just picking him apart. It makes it a lot more fun and strategic. So I really like that they listen to the community on that part. Um... What's the, the visualization is good too. That was a critique of the first game I had was like I remember <clears throat> people talk about how like how the fuck these people running around with like no armor on or just bum rushing your bullets and they don't give a fuck and they're just right. murder you like the melee. But like in this game, like if you shoot at somebody, they like they feel the impact of getting hit with bullets. It's not yeah, that's a that's like, a point I'll go make through it. Yeah, yeah. So what's the name? So because you you said you're still on the fence about getting the game, but you played several of the betas, Flock. Uh, it sounds like you kind of agreeing with us on the gunplay, like you enjoying it. Like what what's what's keeping you on the fence for the game? Uh, the fact that yeah, you already know. <laughs> we guess no, no, not just that. I know how we do. We don't play games like. Games oh, like you're that. blaming like, us. <laughs> you already know, man. You already know that game is gonna get played. Like I just don't want to get that game. And two weeks Damn. later, nobody playing that shit. No way. You already know because I'm like, you know what I said. Like, why? What you gonna get? Nah, why not? You know why I don't trust y'all. That's why I said. <laughs> yeah, I will say I thought everybody in the crew was gonna get it, but so far I only oh see me, Ace, and Ethos playing it. Yeah, see. Yeah, I don't. I don't think JG got it. I know Nomad got it, but I haven't even played with him once. I've mostly been yeah. playing solo. But when I played it, when I played, I played it with Siggy and Nomad, and and the both of them actually like, actually seemed like they had fun playing it. So I'm like, all right, well maybe maybe everyone everyone will get it. But I mean, what I like about Division is um the the city, the overall you know how it looks. I mean, I've never been to DC, but you know it. it I mean, from going off of what you said, you said you said it looked pretty accurate. That was pretty cool. I like what last the last division when they were in new york that was kind of cool i like the fact that they switched it up it wasn't like you know how they had all the snow and stuff and this one is more like clear summertime you know what i mean so it's it's a lot more going on the fact that every time you turn around it's something to loot so if i'm a fan of looter shooters i just don't like super heavy grind heavy looter shooters and this doesn't seem like it's super grind heavy it's kind of like you just play the game and you'll get where you need to be and you'll eventually get some good shit so yeah, I was actually really impressed by uh like it's not one to one because for those of you unaware, I am from the DC area. It's not one to one because it's like a post apocalyptic thing. So there's some things you're not going to recognize, but then there's a lot of things that you will. I will say that it is a very accurate representation of like downtown touristy areas. I was more so impressed uh, by Ubisoft because like there's certain moments in the game where you go underground uh to our subway system, and I was impressed by that level of detail. They really got what the subway system looks down, and they even they even got our map down with like the uh, the color coordinated routes and stuff like that they had the green the red the yellow blue and the silver mm. line and all that shit i was like okay they paying attention um so i was like i was like i, I appreciate that attention to detail and it's just kind of cool to see your your hometown kind of recreated like that so kudos to ubisoft uh for that um one critique that i say I, i've noticed uh and this is one critique that i see anthem getting panned for a lot but i don't know if i see it for this game people were complaining a lot about like the lack of unique weapons i feel like there's a lack of unique weapons in the division too like the guns do feel good that are there but like in terms of like like how they shoot or like the the the, the stat properties on them like they all kind of feel like the same and sometimes it can get kind of clunky yeah like breaking them stuff down so it's kind of like samey there it would have been nice to have more unique weapons. I don't know what they could have done. I, it might be, I guess it's a fair criticism for Anthem because it's more of a fantasy based <clears> game. So they could do whatever they wanted versus the division. I don't know if they could have done too much because it is a quote unquote, a more realistic shooter. Um, so I don't really know what they could have done there, but I did notice that like 
once you get to a certain level, it just becomes okay. The the green M seven hundred, the blue uh, seven hundred. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, there, but there's no real difference between the different snipers, the different assault rifles. It's just kind of like, eh. Uh, so it'd have been nice did, to see some different stuff. Go ahead. Did it. you all play the Did you all play the first one that much? Yeah, uh, I played. Yeah, we play, I played it at launch, but I kind of dropped it. Like I played a little bit after one point eight, that big update. But at that mm-hmm. point, I couldn't enjoy it just because everybody's loot was so much better Everybody's than mine. Yeah, yeah, like it's hard to come back. I felt like you behind, yeah. yeah. Especially yeah. in a dark zone. Especially you getting wasted yeah. in a dark zone by somebody yeah. that got a, a souped up vector or something. Because mm-hmm. that was the uh, that was the gun everybody had. Yeah, because like I had um I played it like with TBH. Like, we, I remember both of us we played the campaign together. Um, and then after that point, like we kind of just uh, everyone was like really it got, yeah, it fell off. And it was months later, yeah. Yeah, and then like it was like two years later, I hopped back on. But luckily for me, I had friends who had been still playing it heavy. Um, so like they were able to catch me up on like what has happened, what has changed, like how what I'm supposed to be doing at this point, and how to collect like the exclusive armor sets and stuff. So then like they really helped me get back into it and play raids and stuff. And I was like, okay, I was like, this is cool. Uh, and I played it for like a two months, like during the summer when I was just bored. And I was like, okay, so that kind of had me like kind of interested in Division Two because um. That's so why I wasn't really upset, like how everyone at E3 was like, this looks just like the division, the first division. I was like, well, I mean, if they just, you know, do what basically what they did in this patch, they add some new stuff, I think I'll be I'll be interested in playing it this time too. Um, and I'm I'm actually really looking forward to the eight man raids. I think that's gonna be really cool. I just hope it's not like puzzle frustrating stuff like what Destiny did. Destiny. Um yeah, but if it's more like encounter based and like working together, when is that like, coming to the game? Box, uh, it's like a month or something. Like they always do that. Sounds kind of like, fire. Eight man raid. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Like after, like usually it's like after a month because they want to make sure like everyone can get to the end game. Then they open up the first raid. Uh, that's what they stated. Uh, and then there'll be eight people. You can time team up with eight people, and you'll all do this raid at the same time. And yeah, they'll do man. different things. I'm pretty sure they'll like have you split up in teams of two and do other stuff like that. So, um, I think that's gonna be really cool. Oh, I will give one biggest pro: the dark zone is fire. Um, the dark zone. Yeah, that's what Ace fun. said. Yeah, it's a lot of fun now. Like so you they, level they up quick over there too. I think I seen TBH and Ace cheese, playing. Yeah, yeah you a level up quick. Cheese, you loot. Yeah, a lot of cheese that was in the first division because of the dark zone. A lot of the um the the just horrible like toxic player behavior like, you know, <laughs> yeah. like yeah, a lot of it's been fixed. Like luckily, like they've had turrets to the spawn point, so now people can't hunt you from the spawn point. Like now, if they're going rogue, um, rogue is like very good now. Um, I don't think it's perfect, but uh, it's way more easier to like. So they target, the game. yeah. Yeah, like to t- to initiate and say yes, I'm making a conscious decision to go rogue instead of the old school like mistakes of oh shit, I accidentally shot him on accident. I didn't mean to go rogue, and then you got to <laughs> yell in your mic saying I'm, I, it was a mistake. It was a mistake. Like there's a conscious decision to say yes, I'm choosing to go rogue and not uh, oops, I made a mistake. Um, so I think that's really cool. And there's multiple ways that you could go rogue now, which I think is really cool. It's no longer just go rogue and just, oh, I'm just going to go kill a bunch of people. It's now like there are active activities exclusive to being rogue that give you incentive to like want to do it um, instead of just running around like a savior and like bounty hunting them to death. So I think that's really I don't cool. remember if this was in the first game or not uh, in the dark zone in the first game. Were there open mics as well? Yeah, I don't yeah, remember that. on the first one. Yeah. You I remember talking shit, talk. but I could have swore it was like on push to talk. I could be wrong though. Yeah, yeah, you you could uh, you could definitely. I think there was proximity chat in the first games. Dark it was proximity, time. I believe, because yeah. I, I I played that. I had it on PS4. Maybe I just wasn't running into people who wasn't talking. <clears throat> this one, yeah, we ran into people and it was kind of fun. Uh, so I like that. Um, I'm trying to think of another positive for this game. Uh, mm-hmm. For a game that's always online, I haven't had any server problems even at yeah, launch no, so I, I feel like i shouldn't have to compliment that but i mean that was a problem for fucking anthem, anthem so i gotta give like, yeah i gotta give ubisoft the kudos like their servers are on point the game i have no mm-hmm. issues with it it's running well i've had no is it having is it having a the gun glitch 
in a, in a, in a full game now? That's a negative. I, I have finish. encountered several glitches. Yeah. Like actually, every time <clears throat> I play, I encounter glitches. Nothing game breaking, but like annoying stuff. I've gotten cotton walls. Um, yeah. Like my gadgets, my rifles off centered. Like my gun disappears several times. Yeah, I had that happen to me. My, my gadgets be activating by themselves sometimes, or like in that secret, respond. in that secret mind, uh, mm-hmm. will go out, run right past everybody else, and come back to yeah. me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah like, just weird stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. nothing like game breaking, but game they definitely breaking. can clean. They definitely can clean that up. It, 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 was, it was noticeable. Uh, but um, another big pro for the game, I, I will give them absolute props for Ubisoft. Finally, has created complex ai <laughs> to the point that like these dudes in this game are no joke like they are like especially like when you get to the first the first faction kind of like simple because i guess it's trying to like train you to the game but when you start hitting the second faction and the third faction like oh yeah they flanking and everything they are flanking they're strategically like there's strategy to their all their perp like when they move when they duck behind the cover like they don't there's no longer this sense of um outside of the rushers because that's basically like their archetype like their job is to just like rush you down and force you out of co- cover um a lot of the like the enemy types they added are really good like the medics like you got to pay attention now to seeing medics because they'll just mm-hmm. revive the people you just killed so you got to prioritize them um you got to watch out for the shotgun people because they can wipe you out fast if they get too close to you um the snipers are no joke they'll take all your armor in one hit they got uh, yeah, you get drop you get drop quick on this game too they'll drop you hella quick in this game bro if you're not paying attention it's vice versa like, with the bullet sponge shit Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's both ways. Like, Definitely you both really ways. Tank stuff. Like I'm thinking, maybe in the late game when you have like a lot of those perk armors and stuff, like maybe you could build uh, maybe an armor build and you can stay alive longer. But like yeah. a tank. That's what I liked about the like, dark zone. Now that I remember, because when me and Ace were in the dark zone, we ran it's into normalized. a team. Yeah, we ran, yeah, we ran into a team, and it was almost like regular team deathmatch. I was in a sniper yeah. perch, and I had them pinned down, and in two in two, in two shots, I had them like I could three shot a person with my sniper rifle basically. In two shots, I had them super low, and then Ace ran out in the middle and fucking got killed and then i had to save him and i died so but you know what whatever the the point being is like it's not bullet spongy and it felt like just a a strategic quick little tdm uh that you can have in the in in the in the dark zone i really like that uh with the gunplay what's the name i'm trying to think of uh one more positive there was something else that i liked i can't even freaking remember the matchmaking's on point like getting in like you like solo so like i've been playing the game mostly solo um and like if anybody's curious you can completely play this game solo um what's the name they have matchmaking if you want to do the the story missions with other people that and like what's really dope is long as you set the matchmaking on you can be in the middle of a mission and somebody can pop in to help you so it's like pop in pop out it's not you have to be at the start of a mission and find people just turn the matchmaking on and if you want help because you're like stuck on a mission but even still like i completely played this game solo mainly because uh i've been playing as a sniper and i only pull out my uh smg when like they get close or like a shotgun uh and i'm still i'm still enjoying it playing by myself i'm still enjoying it uh with the right gadgets and stuff how you feel about the uh the gadgets and, and stuff either uh i mean coming from anthem they i don't feel a lot of impact with a lot of the gadgets i don't really like at the end of the day i feel like nothing kills anybody faster than using your gun um I mean, the gadgets are cool, but like half of them are from the first division. Um, the variation system is cool, how you can make variations of them and you can mod them for special attributes. That's cool, but like a lot of the new gadgets that they added, I don't, I don't really find any of them really that like fascinating. Um, the hive is pretty cool. I will say that I do like the hive. Um, but like, I, I don't know. Uh, the problem is like, because this is first impressions, I can't really say without a doubt because like, I haven't been I haven't hit the point of like creating I'm just I've been focused on trying to get to level 30 before I've even been able to start like making builds so I can't really like figure out like yet um if those gadgets are just naturally weak weakened compared to the first division or 
if it's I have to build a skill based like mm. killer character build in order for me to like feel like my my skills are really good. So it's like that's where I like it's hard for me to give that impression and say like oh yeah this is true or not. Yeah, it's hard to gauge because neither one of us have made it to the end game. Um, and I haven't even touched the PvP or like made a clan. Like I've only gotten to PvP in the dark zone. So it's mostly yeah. been PvE. I will say, oh, this is the positive I want to say. I will say that even though like the loot doesn't feel all that different, it's mostly just colors. I will say that like I feel like I'm getting good loot drops, like better loot drops at a decent pace compared to like Anthem, like where you would run through a, a raid in Anthem like 10 times and hope for a legendary and he's probably still didn't get it versus this game like every session like i'm at i'm level 24 right now and i'm almost yellowed out i think the highest is the orange with the exotics so i'm like one level below the highest in terms of all my gear um and like that's just from doing side missions like i've barely touched i got exotics in the dark zone i've I've literally picked up two exotics off of or two yellows i think that oh i'm sorry not i'm sorry yellow i'm i'm wrong uh yellow is not exotic yellow is high in high level yeah yeah, the orange is the exotic and then yeah the orange or uh, yeah i think it's orange orange is then exotic uh, but i picked up like already some yellows which i think is really like i, I like how unlike <clears throat> other games um that i like but have issues um this game isn't afraid to give you loot like there's like here have this piece of loot here you're not here, getting here, great here. loot every time yeah. but it's like you always feel like you're like one something. mission or one thing away yeah. from getting it and like that that feels yeah. good to constantly be rewarded you feel like you're being rewarded for whatever you do like i i don't feel like anytime i've done a mission i've never felt like wow i didn't get shit for that like i feel like i've always been rewarded for like completing a mission or doing the dark zone so that's a positive that. so far yeah i feel that um i mean that's all i got to say about devil may cry right, I, I said devil may cry devil may the division cry. the division two <laughs> the division two does anybody else got anything to add to this because i mean there's only so much we can say because this is, this is a first impression i can't stress this enough the full review will be on youtube.com slash gi updates the second channel that's where we do our group reviews at um but those are just kind of some first impressions of the division two and since devil may cry is on my freaking mind uh we might as well hop to that uh i'm gonna let you take the floor on this one ethos because you said you already this is my first impressions because i haven't beaten the game but ethos beat the game so you can say whatever the hell you want to say about devil may cry <laughs> I talk that shit was it worth the wait devil may cry five absolutely the game is phenomenal without a doubt it's a game of the year contender no doubt mm. um it is it is fire. Uh, I think even if you're not a fan of Devil May Cry or Hack and Slashes, I think you should give this game a try. It's um, it's just straight up just like balls to the wall insanity, like uh, just fun. It, it is when people say, can we just have fun playing games? Like this game is pure fun, like unadulterated fun. Um, like it makes you feel badass. It makes you feel powerful. Um, uh, everything's just cool and stylish. The soundtrack's fire. Uh, the graphics are great. The character models, this is just me speaking as a game developer. The character models are wow insane like it's cg uh artists that worked on these models um they look some probably some of the best character models like in gaming right now um holy shit what else um uh th- the only con with the game is that it's short it's like it, it is one of those games where it's like yeah it's is only that 10 a con? To 12 hours well because it's it's 10 to 12 hours like a lot of us want like a 20 hour 15 to 20 hour I'm like tired of 100 hour games bro I'm, no 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 no, no, no. i'm not saying <laughs> i'm not saying i'm not saying i want the game to be 100 hours i agree with you on that like i don't like 100 hour games anymore i don't want more witchers um what i what i'm saying is is that like i like it's just it's so fucking good that when you beat it you want more you're gonna feel like damn i still want more like that's how good it is um and there's just nothing like all you can do is like which is good there is replayability so once you it's beat it song album 
Yeah, it's like it's like one of those albums where it's like it's a short like you know it's one of those um seven seven songs seven ten uh song albums um that you go through you're like damn this shit is good I want fucking more but you like you can accept that like yo it's really good and it has good replayability. Um, I think like arguably this might be the be- best Devil May Cry. It's definitely like top two. Um, and like I just want I, honestly I just want to see. Uh, so that's a very good com- that's a i think that's gonna be a very good debate that's gonna happen um with people comparing bayonetta because i think people, everyone says bayonetta 2 is the best um to compare bayonetta 2 to this game but the problem i always state is like devil may cry is different from bayonetta like they they, they play differently i think you probably oh absolutely can yeah yeah yeah, yeah uh, like one's more about like movement one's more about like movement and fast movement and stuff and like bayonetta is more like fast movements and stuff um and then like devil may cry is more about like style like you're it's more about like more style like, and stunning. it's timing. stunning on hose basically yeah compared to like the more of the the timing aspect that bayonetta has um but i do think that's going to be like a very good debate it's gonna be a very difficult debate i don't think it's going to be just a straight up like oh yeah definitively this one's better than the other i think like they trade blows with each other evenly um I, it's a way to the point that i think like capcom right now is like three for three like they are fucking killing it right now like all their previous releases have been really fucking good it's really really good right now what's the name uh with with devil may cry like this sounds like a weird compliment but like I just love the fact that the game is polished and it just fucking works. Like, I'm playing yeah, the Xbox version. People I've seen play PS4 on PC. Everybody says it's just the graphics are great on Xbox. It runs at fucking 4K 60 FPS if you have the Xbox One X or 1080p 60. Like, it just runs great. Like, there's no fucking problems. And you just you can just focus. Like, I, I agree with you. You feel like a badass. They have all these dope combos. You have three different characters with three different playstyles. Um, mm. and like. I, I'm not a big fan of Nero, but I really enjoy Dante, and I think V's okay. Yeah. Um, what's the name? And then, like, you just have all these different unlockables. Like, it's just, like, old-school gaming, just being a badass, beating shit up. Like, my only one real critique of the game is sometimes that camera can be iffy, and it's kind of always been that right. way for Devil May Cry. So it's always that I, I don't know if that's, like, an excuse, though. Like, it's always been that way. Like, it's just, like... The, oh, no, no, I'm not, I'm not saying, like, that's... It's okay. I'm just saying, like, yeah, like, that's something that you always just come to expect, especially, like... Well, that's why I, like that's why I give the edge to Bayonetta because I never had no camera problems with Bayonetta. Um, I don't know, man. I played the first game and I was running into some cameras. Well, I'm talking about Bayonetta too. We're not. We're not talking. We're talking about the like okay, Bayonetta play, two versus Devil May Cry. Oh, you haven't played I it, it yet. On the Switch. Oh, you haven't played. Oh, you're you're bugging, bro. Oh, wow. Your opinion's invalid. That's a no one wants to hear. You haven't beat DMC. I don't want to hear. That's still one of my favorite games. Both of fucking time. She's hot. She's hot. Oh, that's why the game is better. When she busts it open, I love that shit. You fucking SJW. No, but that's the only problem. Like, it's okay against like the trash mobs, like the basic enemies. But like when you're playing like the bosses and shit, and that camera I, get, yeah that it became a little like you thought the four-legged thing was Nero oh that yeah shit. that was an awful yeah, boss that fight that was an awful horrible. boss fight I was, and it yeah, wasn't even a hard, hard boss fight that's the funny thing it yeah, was just like yo can I see where I'm going fighting the camera yeah you're fighting yeah. a lot of the camera CVH yeah. versus the camera so that's my only real critique but other than that like it's just like a super polished game super fast paced super fun the characters are funny um and then also I appreciate that this is the fifth game in the series and at the beginning it it does a um what is it called? A, uh, it tells you what happened in the last games if you haven't played them. What's that called? Uh, yeah, like that's a little, really good. A little uh, catch up or whatever. Recap, recap. Yeah, recap. It gives you a recap. So if you haven't played the other ones and you just want to hop into this one, you can because there is a recap if you want to watch it uh, to catch up on the story. Uh, you have any mm-hmm. takes on uh, Devil? You into it, Flock? Devil McCray? Yeah, actually, like, uh, like I haven't played it yet. It's on the backlog. I got you just don't. So when you play games for some reason, I just I always play them like mad late. Like, 
Same thing with uh, what was it God of War? That's one of them. And we know uh, you're busy. But, uh, you got responsibility. I, mean, I ain't gonna use it. I ain't gonna <laughs> yeah. use that as an excuse, man. Sometimes I'm busy, <laughs> but I can also be lazy at times too. So that's real like, though. Life getting away. Yeah, that's real. Tired real. Shit. You know, well, life put a foot in your ass. Sometimes you just <laughs> lay there and deal with it. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I heard you can hear more about that on the unfiltered podcast, though. Like. Yeah. Tell oh yeah, you know, go on, check yeah, that out. Your quick tips. Nah, we'll do that at the end, yo. We keep it moving. <laughs> we'll do that. There. We'll keep it moving. But yeah, man, that would make cry. I actually like that. Like, um, I I didn't play all of them. I think I played like the first two, mm-hmm. and then that was it. But I, I love them. Like like uh, what Etho said earlier. Like it's it's more about like style points, and that's what I like about the game because it's not like you don't have to be super serious about it. You can just pretty go much go out there and stunt, and you get rewarded for doing all the the wacky shit. So mm-hmm. that's what makes that's what gives the game its charm. And a lot of people used to say that God of War like basically bit the combat style from that game. I remember. So, um, I will say like your critique ethos about how like it's too short. I just remember that like. I don't know if that's a fair criticism just because it's always been about the style points. So like this game was, des- well, the Devil May Cry series has always been designed for you to replay it and get better at the game and then try to set like world records with like style points and like speed runs and stuff like that. And like, I, yeah. and like, I know that community is like that too. Cause the first day I streamed it, someone came on my stream. He's like, yo, I set a world record in this game. I'm like, I don't care, bro. Get the fuck out of my stream. Really? <laughs> I'm just trying to learn how to play the game. So it's like, I, maybe it was purposely designed short and sweet so that you can, cause they want you to run back multiple times and just continue to get better well, at the game. I, and show I'm not off. saying, I'm not saying cause it's short because like, just because it's short, I'm not saying that's a, the negative. Uh, I'm not like, it's important that I'm, what I'm pointing at is like, I'm not pointing that like because it's short. That's the negative reason. Uh, and I'm, I would even mark it down as like a negative. Uh, it's just something to keep in mind for two reasons. One, for someone who has only sixty dollars or not a lot of money, Facts, are okay. they going to spend sixty dollars on a 10, 12 hour? Right, right, right. They game? may want to wait till the price yeah, drops. Would or they something. probably want to wait? That's something yeah. that's very important to, to point out to them. And say, well, so I'm you say, you know, it's good as shit, but it's only twelve hours, and if you're well, not like. Right, but for some, I know what you're saying because for somebody who right. doesn't have a lot of time to put 50 right. hours into a game, it's actually ideal for that person. Exactly, and then cool. also that I would argue, like what you're saying, like a hardcore Devil May Cry player does not give a fuck about that. Like I agree what you're saying, like they're gonna keep playing the game over and over again because they want to get better. But someone like myself who's not that hard into that, into that, and just likes playing like the full experience of the game, you're gonna end it and be like, that was fucking great. I want more. Fuck. And I was just like, okay, I got to just replay the game over again, which I've already done. I'm playing it again, like right now, which I don't have an issue with. I love replayability. Um, but it's just like, damn, like, it's just, it's just so fucking good. You just like, you're like the fucking fat dude on the subway memes. It's like, I want another. You just yell at him. Like, I want a fucking another. I want some DLC or something. So I don't know. They're, they're definitely going to do DLC. I just want some more. That's how isn't good it this, is. Uh, isn't this podcast beautiful, man? Not only do we take the hardcore gamers into consideration, we take the working class gamer into consideration <laughs> and we make we're recommendations. Pro better <laughs> yeah, we're pro consumers. We're real human beings here on the Gaming Illuminati podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Bring me uh, another. <laughs> Today's show is sponsored by Quip, and that's because one of the most important things we do with our health every day is brushing our teeth. Yet most of you don't do it properly. Quip is a better electric toothbrush created by dentists and designers. Quip was designed to make brushing your teeth more simple, affordable, and even enjoyable. It features sensitive sonic vibrations, gentle enough for those with those sensitive gums, a built-in two-minute timer that pulses every 30 seconds to remind you to switch sides, which helps guide a full and even clean, a multi-use cover, that mounts to the mirror and it unmounts to slide over your bristles for on-the-go brushing and the brush heads are automatically delivered on a dentist recommended schedule every three months for just five dollars 
and this is one of the reasons why Quip is one of the first electric toothbrushes accepted by the American Dental Association and has thousands of verified five-star reviews. This is not that fraud stuff that you just get over the counter at the store. And that's also why I love Quip. I mean, the fact that it tells you every 30 seconds where you need to move so that you can get that full, even clean. And it also takes into consideration for the people that have sense, because I have sensitive gums and it's not cool after you brush your teeth and you leave the bathroom and your gums all bloody. So I appreciate that Quip takes us into consideration. Um, and that's also why 20,000 dental professionals back this product as well. Quip starts at just $25. And if you go to getquip.com slash GI right now, you can get your first refill pack for free with a Quip electric toothbrush. That's your first refill pack for free with the brush. Getquip.com slash GI. This episode is also sponsored by Robinhood. Robinhood is an investing app to let you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos all commission free. While other brokers charge up to $10 for every trade, Robinhood doesn't charge any commission fees so that you can trade stocks and keep all of your profits. Plus, there is no account minimum deposit needed to get started, so you can start at any investing level. The simple, intuitive design in Robinhood makes investing easy for newcomers and experts alike. View easy-to-understand charts and market data and place a trade in just four taps from your smartphone. You can also view stock collections such as the 100 most popular stocks. With Robinhood, you can learn how to invest in the market as you build your portfolio, discover new stocks, trade your favorite companies, and get custom notifications for price movement so you never miss the right moment to invest. Robinhood is giving listeners of the Gaming Illuminati podcast a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help you build your portfolio right now. And all you have to do is sign up at Illuminati.Robinhood.com. I repeat, that's Illuminati.Robinhood.com to get a free stock such as Apple, Ford, or Sprint. And keep in mind that we spell Illuminati with the word naughty as in naughty or nice. I feel like there's just not a lot to say about Devil May Cry other than, like, I agree with you. Like, I think it is a game of the year contender based off already what I've just played. I think I'm only, like, on Mission 12 or something like that. I'm, like, probably, like, halfway through. Um, but, yeah, even based off what I can play, I can I can confidently say, like, this shit is fire. Uh, it's, it's a really good game. And, I mean, if you got the budget, go for it. But I can understand if you wanted to wait because the game is short. Um, so, yeah. There's Devil May Cry. Devil May Cry. There you go, boys. Some some impressions on that. And uh, last but not least, the third and final game to come out. This one's getting glowing reviews. Is uh, Sekiro. Sekiro. How you pronounce it? Sekiro. Sekiro. Shadows Die Twice is the new game from From Software. Uh, It's uh, the new the newest in the uh, the Souls series. You play as a shinobi with a prosthetic arm. Um, I, I, I'm gonna be honest. I wasn't paying attention to the story. It's, I, I'm only like a couple hours in. I don't even know what the fuck's going on. And I don't think anybody's really, even though it has, it has full cutscenes, I'm not really too sure if anybody's playing this for the story. Uh, which is, you just playing, people just playing so that people can watch but each other struggle. die and shit. Yeah, yeah the struggle is shit. Struggle. Um, uh, what's the name? I, I'll take the flow on this one. Like, as someone who is Ooh, admittedly, shit, give me the hot not, take. As someone who is admittedly not a big fan of the Dark Souls and Bloodborne series, and the reason, first of all, I hate the community. I've always said, and I stick to my guns, I've never been a big Souls fan because I find the mechanics to be boring. It's just a sidestepping simulator, and it's like, it's not because I suck at the game. Like, I could get better at the game. It's just it's just boring, Like, Devil, Devil May Cry and Bayonetta are fire because, yeah, you sidestep, but you do all these crazy dope combos, and you feel like a fucking badass. You take all of that out, and that's fucking Dark Souls. Bruh. And then on top of that, it's hard as shit. And it's like, I just don't care to get better at the game because the mechanics were always boring to me. But I can confidently say that based off what I play, because I've only played like a couple hours. Yeah, it's got more flair in this game. And I actually enjoy Sekiro, even though it was hard. I was I was not getting frustrated while I was streaming this game. I just wanted to get better. Um, even though people were talking shit to me. But I wanted I like the <laughs> fact that um 
there, there's the stealth element into it because I love stealth games. I love Splinter Cell. So like even those even there's like trash mobs all over the, the the map and stuff i can take them out one by one so i don't have to run in and fight 10 motherfuckers at once i can just kind of move at my own place even some of the big enemies i saw you can one shot them and even if you can't if they have like two health bars you can still take a health bar out and then try to fight them like that um so i appreciate the stealth mechanics i appreciate the little spider-man ninja mechanic where you can basically swing from rooftop to like rooftop yeah, yeah and, and it feels really. fluid it feels really that good really fucking good yeah. jumping off the roof fucking stabbing people in the neck it's just like it has a little bit more it has just <laughs> enough flares and i haven't even gotten the abilities because i see you can like shoot arm like fire in the trailers from his like prosthetic mm-hmm. arm and shit i've only gotten the uh the ninja stars but so far like oh. it has just oh, enough for me that i actually wanted to try and try yeah. to get better at the game like i'm enjoying it for what it is i will say that even though I am enjoying it for what it is, it still is a fucking Souls type game. And like I, I made the mistake of playing this game after I came home from the gym. So like I was already kind of tired, and this game is mentally taxing. So like I, like I, you got to get like some Gamma Labs in your system when you play this shit. You got to get the Rocky music going. Like this shit is hard <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> but it was, it was a good challenge though. It was a good challenge. It gave me enough tools that like I was interested enough to try harder. What about you, Ethos? <sighs> to be honest. Without a doubt, so far, it's probably my game of the year. Um, out of everything I've played so far this year, uh, mm. it is. It's really, oh my god, it's really fucking good. Um, the combat is fire. I like it because it's fluid. It's more like, um, you know, I feel like FromSoft was feeling themselves this time around. I, I can confidently say, like, this is the first time. Um, I think we we said this summer. Uh, we've argued the same thing about um, uh, CD Projekt Red, saying that like um, how like they've been kind of like one trick pony with like Witcher, like they've just done Witcher, 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 um, and like FromSoft has oh, kind yeah, of also Kojima. had this, yeah, or like Kojima or something like that. And so um, I think like FromSoft also has had that reputation where it's like they always were doing this one trick pony to the point like they got memed about like I, I retweeted it a couple times about adding dogs to the game and adding a swamp level to the game. Like they always do that in every single fucking game of theirs, and it's like, are you guys running out of ideas? Um, but like this one because the setting change I mean I've always loved the Japanese setting so like that was a major plus like that immediately just when I saw that I was like oh yeah I'm gonna play this game like is no this doubt. the Assassin's Creed we've been asking for like, like this feels like the like a hardcore Assassin's Creed game that like everyone was begging for that they wouldn't give it to us um, it is uh, stories like it gets you from point A to point B I know what I'm doing I know why like I have purpose like Dark Souls and even Bloodborne unless like you read into the lore and you're paying attention to like a lot of the mythos of the world um it doesn't straight up tell you like why are you going from this point to the, like this point like you have to dig deep into it you just, just wake up and just like fight like yeah. what? you just wake up yeah and just move forward that's always what all these games do but like this is the first one where it's like there's purpose like the cutscenes give you purpose like what happened like in my defense my master also, was taken and i gotta go get him back in my defense the only reason i don't know what's going on in the story is because just a pro tip if you plan on picking up this game make sure to pay attention to your options because the game defaults to japanese yeah the true sub <laughs> no no so the, <laughs> the opening sub. the opening cutscene was fire like it had good graphics and it was i could tell something interesting was going on but i was like i'm not gonna read all them words i'm gonna fucking talk to my chat make sure i change the language to english no 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 is good once i change it i'm so glad you told me that you hear him say oh my it's no shit or nani or all this fire bro they want a nigga to read oh no that shit is fire bro japanese fighting and shit my head oh, down and listen <laughs> so in my defense the story might be really good it's just like I, my, oh my, my opening like 20 minutes was in japanese and i was not reading them subtitles bro fuck that you shit, dumb bro. gang are ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> dumb gang forever bro um what's the name uh you're you're getting the game flock what's kind of like your impressions based off the trailers that you've seen in like footage i was watching um 
who the hell was I watching? I was watching D-Man stream it. Off of the trailer alone, I didn't get much of it. Uh, I think Ethos probably the only one that knows is how much I hated like Bloodborne. Like, with, I, I think I, I think yeah. I, I, I vented with him for like 15 minutes on how much I hated that game. I know he was tired of hearing me bitch about it, but I, I just I never played any of the other Dark Souls game, but I played Bloodborne and I, I just I hate that game with a passion. But I was like, you know what? When when my chat told me that they want to see me play this game, I'm just waiting on the code to, to come to me. So once it gets to me, I'm gonna play. I'm gonna stream it and. Y'all are gonna enjoy watching me die a lot, so it should be some some real funny funny shit going on watching me play it. I mean, it it does look like a, a faster version of um of Bloodborne. It's like a lot quicker. I don't know if you all ever played um what that game used to come out it was like on the PlayStation PlayStation Two, the Tenchu. Tenchu, yeah, it does kind of feel like Tenchu. A it, 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 when I looked at it, that's what that's that's what I thought of when I watched D Man play it. I'm like, okay, you jumping on roofs and shit like that. I seen somebody uh get like like get killed by like some bird man or whatever come flying out the sky and he just just torpedo right into him. I'm like this this shit coming from everywhere so you definitely have to be on your toes to um playing that game so it's it's definitely gonna be some jump scares and some stuff and I'm watching that big ass ogre body slam and power bomb and elbow drop people so it looked like it's gonna be frustrating str- frustratingly fun I'll, I'll just use that term. I will. I, I <laughs> if that, I, if that works, <laughs> I will say as someone who wasn't a dark, big Souls fan either, play just play the game the way you want to play it, flock when you get it. Because I'm telling you right now, when you stream that shit, everybody's a you fucking expert and it's fucking yeah. annoying. You had to do this, you had to do that, and when I started, I was doing good for like an hour and a half. And like people even in my chat were saying like, yo, you're surprisingly not doing bad. Like, cause th- there were certain points they said I was moving faster than you, Ethos. And then I got yeah, stuck on that, uh, you hit the boss. Yeah, you I got stuck on the boss. boss. And that's when I started yep. listening to the chat. Like, it was like right before the boss. You need to do this. You need to do that. And that's when I started getting a little frustrated. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to play how I want to play. And I'm going to play yeah. this off stream a little bit and try to get better. So like, if you having fun playing stealthy and picking people off, j- just do that. Or if you just want to run up, just do what the fuck you want, Flock. Cause yeah, do, yeah, do what, what works for them ain't going to necessarily work for you. I streamed right. yesterday and I spent like literally an hour and a half on one fucking boss. Like I was getting fucking ear, like or not an hour and a half. I spent like thirty minutes, forty minutes trying to be a boss. That couldn't be. It's like this fucking spear dude, <clears throat> and he kept kicking my ass. And like the chat was trying to give me like they weren't backseat gaming. I'm not gonna say that. Like they're they're pretty nice about it. Like they're just like, hey, if you want a tip, I can give it to you or not. But like I was just like, you know, you just get frustrated because you keep dying, and then like you just like I don't want your fucking sympathy. I don't want your pity. Don't tell me shit. I'm gonna feel it out. Like <laughs> I'm a man. <laughs> <laughs> you respect me as a man first. <laughs> Oh man, I feel that. I feel that. What's the name? Uh, do you think you'll actually finish this game, or you'll rage quit like Neo? Because uh, a lot of people don't know, uh, you rage quit Neo. As much shit talk, shit talking you like to do to me. You must be talking to Ethos. Yeah, I'm talking to Ethos. Right. See he quiet. You see he quiet. <laughs> well, if this he quiet, I'm gonna tell you the truth. Right, Expose. You, know, you know they got. You know they got bets going on. You know they got bets. You know they got bets going on. Can you hear me? Can you hear yeah, me? I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. Okay, no, something. My mic. I don't know what happened there. No, no, no. Hold on. I I did not rage quit Neo. What are you talking about? Oh, that's not what you said the other day. So what really? happened? I said right I didn't here? finish it. That has nothing to do with me not beating it. I said I got bored of it because I was too good at the game. Oh, okay. Get the fuck <laughs> yeah. out of here, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. You know that rage quit the I'm game. The superior AI. Rage, Get out of yeah. here, bro. I fucking beat that shit. I told. Look, I said it to multiple people. I said literally, I got to the point of Neo where I was smacking the shit out of bosses to the point where I was just like, yeah, I'm bored of this. I even fucking finished the game because of that. I could go back I didn't right even rage quit. I beat the second boss and I just got tired of playing that shit. It was giving me a headache. I'm like, bro, this isn't fun. But you're playing Sekiro? 
Okay, whatever. Yeah. You know, you know, we got. I had like twenty people. Twenty people already said they they out of everybody in GI who's gonna who's gonna quit the the first is gonna be me and you, me and TBA. They already said it. Like I, my sneaky suspicion is it's gonna be JG because I heard he's struggling on Devil May Cry and that game is not hard. <laughs> got, there's a part in the game where you have to use stealth. Uh, I don't know if you got to. Have you gotten to the the snake yet? Or no? No, but I've seen clips of that <laughs> shit. I can't wait to get to that part. JG's gonna rage on that shit, boy. That's just pure stealth. He's gonna get so pissed. And there's a benefit to being stealthy in Sekiro. That's why I kind of like the game, and he sucks at yeah. stealth games. So that shit's oh, gonna be... I, I will be tuning he's into that rage. stream. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's gonna rage, dog. What's crazy? My- that's actually I'm actually better at stealth games. <laughs> this is gonna be fucking funny as shit. Yeah, if you can, if there's ten people and you can pick off eight, go for it. I'm not fighting ten motherfuckers, bro. Fuck that shit. Not in that game, I'm not. So it is what it is. I don't know. Uh, I like it. I'm gonna continue to play. It's gonna be one of those games. Like I'm not even gonna bother to try to upload it to my second channel. Like don't nobody want to watch me let's play that and die a million times. I'm gonna just try to play it off stream and then play it on stream a little bit and just try to get better. I like. Oh, I like the fact that there's a practice mode in that. Was that in Dark Souls where the the, the, the guy that can't die? Um, I don't. Hmm, I'm not sure. I don't think maybe there was. What yeah. So there's a sure? there's for the people who haven't played. There's a guy in the game that you meet early on. He can't die for whatever reason. So basically, he's the one that trains you, and you can do like tutorials, and and you can just practice your moves over and over and over until you feel like you got it down, and then you can go and uh, then you can go and do what you need to do because you can fast travel to like different areas. And I thought that was a really dope uh way to teach you how to learn the new mechanics. So shout out to them because before it wasn't really any type of anything to help you with the game uh, and the other ones mm-hmm. I don't think <sighs> along with the story so I don't know why I put this in the notes but uh oh you know what because I think I saw it earlier today it's the two year anniversary of PUBG eh? you guys remember that game eh? mm. player unknown yeah. battlegrounds yeah. let's talk about some of our favorite memories of uh, PUBG uh, go ahead Flock what's, what's some of your favorite memories two year anniversary of PUBG uh, ace you shot me nigga <laughs> 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 That's my most famous moment. Favorite oh, moment from that game right there. Yeah, freaking uh I don't know if you saw, but uh Brandon Green, aka player unknown, he actually left the company. I think they're gonna keep him as like the head developer. I think they're gonna keep him on, I guess, for like advice or something like that. But he said he's moving on to do other like stuff. Like a consultant or something. Yeah, like a cold consultant basically, yeah. That's crazy, man. PUBG used to be on top. It's crazy how much things can change in a year, man. But um, shout out to uh, shout out to that Apex Legends, you know. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully they can take took down. over. All right, moving on to the news section of the podcast. Uh, the biggest piece of news since the last podcast is Google uh, announced during GDC 2019 their new gaming platform. Um, is that what we're calling it? Because it's not a console. Um. It's called Google Stadia. Did I pronounce that right? Or is it Stadia? Stadia. 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 Okay. So Google Stadia, um, for those of you unaware, it is a streaming platform. Um, They're they're saying that you'll be able to stream games from up to 4K, 60 FPS, with the option of 8K, possibly in the future. You'll be able to stream games, AAA games, uh, to your Chrome browser, Chromecast, tablet, or smartphone without having to download anything um let's see they also announced that they uh have a new first party studio under google that's being headed by jade raymond who's known for uh basically working on assassin's creed 
Um, and they're working on an exclusive for the Google uh, Stadia. Um, it'll support basically all controllers, but they have their own controller coming out where like you can pull up YouTube at the drop of a dime if you get stuck on a certain part or whatever. And then you can also use it to like record footage and upload your uh, your Let's Plays to YouTube directly from there. Um, the really cool feature that they showed during the, during the press conference, I thought was, uh, shout out to Ubisoft because they always seem to be on the forefront of new technology. Um, they played an Assassin's Creed Odyssey trailer and then at the end of the trailer, it gave you the option to play the game and they literally demonstrated it on stream. He clicked press play and then literally it just loaded up the game and then you could play it. Uh, I thought that was kind of fire. Um, what's the name? Uh, what else did they see? But they did not mention anything about pricing structure what kind of internet you'll need they did do a beta test uh did, did any of y'all get to do the beta test the project google stream shit like a few months ago like last year oh, unfortunately not. Nah, i didn't get to do it either so i don't know what kind of internet you uh you need but flock what are you kind of your first impressions of this streaming service um one of those things those cases where if it i, I don't want to be that guy but it, it's got to be said like if it looks too good to be true it typically is um when with the it does look like mad convenient and shit like that. And it, it was the presentation that they, they brought to the table was, was pretty good. It was top notch presentation that they were bringing, but it's just one of those things like with the, they didn't mention anything with pricing and you know what, like you said, with the, what type of internet you're going to need. And then even on more so, you know, it's going to be subscription based and those types of uh, platforms when they do those types of things, those subscriptions are like through the roof. And not everyone can afford that. And then they can like just change them at, at the drop of a at the drop of a dime. And that stuff can be like really outrageous, the prices and whatnot. So I'm just hoping it's not I'm just hoping it's not the Ouya 2.0. You mean uh, on live? Yeah. What's the name? Yeah, because like how is this? I understand Google has a shit ton of money, but nobody's invincible. Like, how is this a sustainable business model to have? Like, cause think about how millions of people streaming from their computers. From Google's computers at 4K 60 FPS at all times. Like, how are the servers gonna hold that up? And then, like, there's no way that electricity bill is gonna be crazy. Like, what, how are they gonna maintain this? Like, what's gonna be, like, let's talk about that, like, pricing structure period. Like, Ethos, what do you think would be a reasonable pricing structure to where Google can make some money, but is also fair to gamers? I mean, look at Netflix. Like, how does Netflix have millions of people stream videos from multiple devices around the world, right? Oh, that, like, that, that's easy. Um, yeah, the majority, well, I mean, majority, the majority of the content on Netflix is old content. They're not, you're not, you're not mm-hmm. seeing Captain Marvel on Netflix, bro. That licensing fee was would be ridiculous. You're seeing Thor but, but, three. That, just because it's old doesn't mean the licensing fee isn't expensive. Like, for, to but give it's an example, not like Friends new cost expensive. them like thirteen million dollars in order for them to get on their platform. These are just examples. Like Friends okay. cost them. Like, um, another example would be uh, anime wise, uh, Neon. Uh, what is it? Uh, Evangelion. Um, that one, that uh, license cost a lot of money for them to retain. That's why everyone was really happy because it's very hard to get that anywhere online streaming services so like it's not like an old thing what i'm talking about infrastructure speaking um if you're like a multi-million dollar company um and you can afford data centers all around the world and considering i think google is the most powerful one i don't think anyone can top google right now um that i know of uh they own multi uh multiple centers uh, data centers around the united states of america um so, I mean, I don't see that this being far-fetched technology-wise of, like, how to do this. I think is I do agree. Like, it's how does the pricing work? Um, I mean, Google ha- makes crazy amounts of money. Um, so, I'm pretty sure they've done already the risk assessment of, like, you know, how much money we're going to need in order to have millions of people playing on this platform simultaneously and it working. 
Um, I just think it comes down to the end of the day. Um, have they perfected a way to make it where slower internet speeds can do this with flawlessly without internet issues? That's what it's going to come down to. Uh, and, I, and I believe that's what Flock's pointing at too. Is like, if it's, I think it's not even, we don't even have to worry about money and business models and stuff. I think one thing we should be concerned about is has the tech, has Google finally found the technology now in 2019? Have we reached a stage in technology where, um, the there's no more latency or bare or none because there's always latency like uh, even games you play now have latency. how are you even going to stream while you could like can i stream to twitch while i stream this game uh, to be fair um db fig uh he streamed him playing assassin's creed odyssey with oh, did, the project yeah. yeah and i watched it on the stream and deadass he had it in full screen i thought he was playing on like a console like i had no clue he was using it. i was like are you using it now like what's happening and he just hit like f11 and it went back into the google chrome tab and i was like what the hell and he was mm. streaming it he had no latency issues he was like showing me with the controller like he showed it to the camera he was like it's one-to-one a close damn well one-to-one like i don't feel any like barely any latency and i'm streaming too and I was like, wow, that's fucking crazy. Once again, I, that's I, I on a small scale, though. That was a small number yeah. of people beta Right, right. But there, but there was, like, I don't know how many were in that test. Right. But this is, but that's the answer to the question of like how someone can stream while they're also playing on this, like streaming while they're streaming. Um, I don't know how it's going to look with a million people. And then on top of that, we have to figure out, like, can millions of people even play on this platform, right? Like, do, do are there even enough people in the world that have the required internet speed to run this right. thing? Or is it going to be, like, a very elite, wealthy type of system pro- platform where only people who um, can afford faster internet can enjoy this type of thing? Like, well, what you, type of CPU are, usage yeah. is that thing going? Right, yeah. Well, these are things we well, have if to you're on the Well, if you're playing through the Chrome browser, it's not going to use a lot of CPU. It's just going to eat up your RAM because, you know, Chrome does that. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah, that's, that's the benefit the RAM, of it. You right, don't need like, a powerful PC. You just need a PC powerful enough to run Chrome. So that's the right. benefit mm-hmm. of it. And then um, you could run it on tablets, essentially. You could run it on phones, and you could you could basically do it on almost every platform. I think that's always been the ultimate goal: is like finding ways that we can play video games wherever we are now, and no longer just being confined to a certain area that our our, like, our house is. Like. I still think the pricing thing is an issue. I have a hard time believing ten, fifteen dollars a month from each player is going to be enough for them to sustain that. Because like the reason the reason like Get Out was like the best selling movie of that year is because I think it said it took a key like twenty million to make it, and he made like a hundred million off of it. That's a great profit that's that's a lot of movies a lot of movies don't take a lot of money to make except for like marvel movies but like the average video game these triple a games is 100 million plus like how does a game like destiny where they said they spent like 100 million or whatever how are they gonna make that shit back uh and because they're gonna have to get exclusive to the platform they got one but that's just one how are they going to get people to be exclusive to the platform and then it convinces them that they're going to make their money back does just the same way epic games does (laughs) like what do you who's using the epics game launcher you using that Uh, a lot of people yeah i am i have to play metro so i have to use it oh i'm sorry to hear that yeah like i I have no choice like i want to play metro and and, then me personally like i want to play games on it how is it i've heard it shit does it work no it's not as bad everyone's fucking overreact it's not as bad as everyone makes out to be can it be better yeah is there stuff that's still missing yeah but like can i open the launcher can i play a game on it fine without it fucking up my computer yes like that's that's <laughs> what all I, is that the new standard that's, well, that's, that's all computer, i care about no. that's all i fucking care about i don't understand how everyone else cares about all this other stupid shit when i'm like half of you niggas don't even use half of that shit like i'm like you guys are like i, I don't understand trading cards does does the game does the game launcher work does it load up does it load the game fine does it fuck up the performance of the game no does it load the game fine yes okay well i have no fucking issues with this i don't give a fuck about reviewing the damn game i don't give a fuck about seeing troll reviews i don't care about all this other shit as long as i can refund games that are fucking busted it doesn't fuck up my computer and those 
eat the lot. I don't care. You're it's the fine. minority, and I, I don't not care. because you're black, but because <laughs> <laughs> because you're normal. We're talking about care. neck beards. Neck beards <laughs> care about everything, bro. I don't care that they care about this stuff, bro. I really don't. It, it's, wow. it's overreaction. What a fraud, what a fraud game, uh, Yeah, I'm gonna get called a show. I'm just getting ready. All right. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't you get flown but, out to Epic Studios? Didn't you? I don't recall. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> <laughs> he put that shield up quick. I don't recall. <laughs> check my calendar. I think we have video what? footage of you. I think we have video, actual video footage of you. Let me post that right. YouTube video. <laughs> what Fucking a shell. Exposed. You're still a big shell. Whatever. Um, so it's like, I, I still have questions about that pricing model. Could it be maybe something like $10 a month and then games are discounted? You can get games on the platform for like 40 Because, I mean, it's going to be all digital. I don't see a reason to have to pay sixty on. Why not do just like what uh, Origin does? Like pay fifteen dollars a month, we'll give you access to a vault. You can play all these games, and we'll like alternate the games that you could play, or you can just buy it. Yeah, give like a free few games, and then the rest of them yeah. you have to buy at like a discounted price. I can maybe yeah. see that working. Like a plus system, like just pay for this thing so that you can uh, use our system, and then at that point, then you can just buy the games you want, or they might just make it where like you can use the system for free. Just buy whatever games like through a store through Goodia, uh, Google Stadia that you want, and then just play it off of there or buy into the subscription service like Netflix, where we give you a cult, uh, you know, a curated list of games that you can play at any time. Also, what's, um, what's the market they're trying to appeal to? They're trying to appeal to all gamers or just people who play specific type of games? Because I just don't see how this is going to work for people who play fighting games or or any type of game where it just requires... Like, Assassin's going. Creed works yeah. because it's a single-player game single where player you can take your time. Like but, like, shooters Eternal. and fighters where you need, like, Twitch reactions? Yeah. I don't know, man. Like, yeah, like, um, I want the extra games are gonna be great on this. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's, like, single-player games are going to be really great for this. Um, like, single experience, maybe. Like, they said they're going to have multiplayer, and they said it's cross-platform. So... Who knows, man? Who who knows at this point? We don't. We don't like. There's a lot of things that we just don't know yet. Uh, that we have to just basically give theories. They said about it's coming like later this year, didn't they? It's this year, yeah. It comes out this year, which is like mind blowing. I mean, like they they had to have like they have to be confident because it would have been different. It would be like, okay, we're revealing this thing, but there's no release date yet. Then I'm like, okay, they're still trying to figure things out. But to be as bold to say that like, this year we're gonna release the like the system platform. But that's why we should also like, be skeptical wow. though, because. They they're so confident. They said they're going to release it this year, but you're not confident enough to re- to release any type of pricing structure. Maybe they're still figuring that part out. Maybe or because if they came out for a later date, who knows? If I, I promise you, if they came out and they said, "Hey, you need a five megabit connection," which I think most people do have nowadays. Yeah, that's all you need, and it's ten dollars yeah. a month. You get all the AAA games. I'm oh, yeah, I'm looking really at it like, okay, yeah. well, well this is, could save me good. some money. Yeah, but it's yeah, like you, you, you're kind of hiding stuff, and it's coming out this year. Like we need to hear these plans now so that we can like maybe they're waiting got to budgets. Bring, okay, like maybe <laughs> they're waiting to like announce more stuff. Like we don't like again. These are things. Like there's still like other events that are going to happen this year that they don't want to throw all their eggs at one like in one day and just be like this is everything like they want to like make sure they can have the hype train build. Conspiracy is Google taking PlayStation's conference space now. The Big Four. The Big Four. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's ready for the Google conference at E3? Should be more interesting than the the PC one. So no, you got to go to that one. Remember? Or it might be rise above the hate. Are they giving away free risings? I don't know. <laughs> Only if they're giving away free risings. I don't know. Man. I, don't, I don't need a nap that bad. I can take a nap at the Airbnb. Like. <laughs> 
I don't need to see fucking <laughs> shitty indie game number sixty five. I'm good. Oh, okay. Uh, but it's cool. Uh, did they see how they're gonna? They I because I, I, I was only like kind of like briefly paying attention because I was working on something. I was editing. Did they say how? What exactly? How are they gonna integrate this with YouTube? They said you can. I know you can directly upload Let's Plays to it. Like, can you edit from there, or it's just like just the raw footage? We don't know that. We know that like they said like, there's probably gonna be like a sharing experience. So probably maybe an editor too. But like you'll be able to like directly stream from that Stadia immediately to YouTube. You can upload your moments and clips directly from that straight to like your YouTube. Um, I think they said also you can. Um, what was the other thing? There's something else that you could do. Oh yeah, like uh, things of like. Um, oh, uh, if you're playing 2K or playing a multiplayer game, you can make it where people who are watching your stream can actually join right in through Stadia, uh, and like through like the actual YouTube link, or, like, the actual that. YouTube. Stream. Yeah, I, 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 I seen don't that know. part, and I was like, I, I don't, don't know, know about that. One. You make it easier for yeah. weirdos to join. Weirdos, the park? So you yeah. know it. Exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna drop exactly. him off. I'm good. Yeah. Bro. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's where I'm like, I don't know about that one. You're getting a little too accessible over here, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, so I mean, I guess only time can tell what exactly we can expect from that i think it'd be interesting to see how this plays out because this is supposed to come out this year i got my eye on it um it, it would it, it would be dope because someone who like especially for people who travel it would be dope if you yeah, could, on the go if you yeah you could just game on the go with your laptop you don't got to carry around a bunch of clunky shit uh or even if like you're on a flight you got on flight wi-fi you could access the google stadia that it would if they pull it off they could change the game but it's a big if i think it's a big if. Um, since the last podcast, Apex Legends took over the industry. Still doing pretty good. Uh, they 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 dropped their season one battle pass. Any you, any of you two pick this up? Yep. Nah, bro. Yeah, I, I well, I got a bounty for it, so I can get it for free. So I, I, <laughs> yeah. I guess I'll do that. I picked it up. You I bought it, or you got a bounty off of Twitch? I I bought it. Oh, sorry to hear that. Um, what's the name? I did just a spite Siggy in Fortnite. <laughs> wow, you really are a fucking epic what? game shill. <laughs> Wait, uh, how would I be a shill if I'm literally fighting its competition? Because you ride for anything uh, epic, uh, anything uh-huh. epic. But but I'm but I'm not buying Fortnite's thing. Whatever. Anyway, uh, <laughs> what are you talking? You get like some Apex coins. There's a new character, Octang. There's supposed to be another new character by the end of the season. Um, they added a bunch of skins. Are you satisfied with your purchase? No, it's trash. Ooh, it's trash. Break the it only down. thing that's good about it, the only that's good about this entire battle pass is the Havoc skin, which is really dope. But other than that, the skins are trash. The weapon skins are trash. Uh, just everything about it's trash. Uh, it's, it's pretty grindy, but I mean, I'm already at level. 30 something okay. or 40 something so i mean i'm so still me, going trash 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 is not it's not good vocabulary we need you oh, to it's trash it's so trash. no let me no, no, let me ask you <laughs> it's trash i'm sorry let me it is. let me, let me ask you dick damn nigga. let me ask you <laughs> i'm pr- i can proudly say eight seasons into fortnite i have never bought a fucking season pass i am still a skinless player i don't play that shit anyway because i don't like that game like what makes their battle pass good compared to Apex? Because I don't have anything to compare it to. What, what makes quality? Pass? Like all their skins are like they look dope. Like even if you don't want to buy them or not, like the amount of quality skins they have that they add to the game make you want to spend that level of money. Nothing from Ep- nothing from not Epic, <laughs> nothing from Apex's like lineup in the battle pass except for the Havoc gun feels like they spent a lot of time working on it. Like the three skins you get off Rip. Uh, compared to Fortnite, so Fortnite, right? If you bought the battle pass, you'd get 
get like three skins and one of these skins could evolve the more and more like you complete these challenges and it would actually dynamically change and look different that's fucking cool what does apex do apex gives you three reskins of of three characters that aren't even like full-on like changes of like let's say outfits like there's different pieces of, of equipment on them or different pieces of armor on them it's none of that all it is is like change the patterns and they added some like little streaks on like their their faces and that's it like that just like it screams just like like did you guys really even try or like did you guys not have enough time to like really do any of this and so like none of this none of the skins make you it was wanna, an afterthought like, for them i think it was either like they announced apex legends and then everybody was like yo we need this battle pass and they're like all right we're releasing the battle pass in march i don't think they had enough time to make those type of quality skins they need more time they need like three four months to make those type of skins uh, like how what fortnite does and also more fortnite has a shit ton of money so they can pay a lot of like you know 3d artists to make these skins for them um, I think Apex just didn't have that yet because, like, it seemed like they booted something that was just like, yeah, we worked on this thing. Uh, it's kind of small scale right now. Here, have fun at it. And, like, that was it. And they were just like, oh, wow, holy crap, people really like it. Okay, we have to make this, like, I don't know, uh, what is it, Season- or, uh, Battle Pass. And, like, at that point, they only had maybe, like, a couple weeks. And maybe just they just didn't have the enough time to make, you know, I, I guess quality you know, uh, cosmetics that people, yeah, especially because they're working on another Titanfall game too. Yeah, they're working on like three things: Star Wars, uh, VR game, and so and another Titanfall project. So, like, it could be that they're just like a lot of resources are being currently utilized. It's funny too because it's time. it's almost like they didn't expect Apex to be so successful, but at the same time, they pushed the hell out of it by paying all those streamers to play it. So yeah, it's like knows. you guys just you guys weren't ready, even though you were. Well, well like, to be fair, to be fair, to be fair, that was EA that did that, not necessarily respawn. Fair enough, yeah, fair yeah, enough. Yeah, to be fair, um, but uh, I, I don't know. Um, I just think, like, honestly, if I'm wait, 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 I'm getting uh, a call from our EA overlords. Oh, they said please <laughs> okay. stop talking it? shit about EA. We're shills uh, because okay, we like I'm Anthem. Sorry. So yeah, let's uh, okay. let's cut the slander uh, down. You should buy the battle pass. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> you should buy the thirty dollar one like I did. <laughs> the worst part is people. I knew he was a shill. I'm not gonna get the It's a fucking joke. Shut up. Um, you picking up this battle pass flock? Uh, I got the bounty for it, so I'm I might do it. I haven't like I, I have the game actually. Yeah, I actually got the game like on PC and stuff, downloading everything. I just haven't played it. Siggy been asked me to play it forever too. It's like mm, I just I just never got around to playing it, but. That bounty, you know, is tempting. I might. Yeah, it's fun until you run into somebody with some golden armor. Then it's annoying. But other than that, it's fun. I, I don't know what I'm going to be doing on that game, bro. You already. I'm be like, y'all know why I'm, why I'm here. <laughs> I'm just here for the free shit. <laughs> you got that right. <laughs> uh, let's see. Just the other day, Sony announced that uh, they will be doing their own Nintendo Direct st- style of show called State of the Play. Uh, during State of the Play. The first one is actually tomorrow. Today, we're recording this podcast on March 24th. The first one is actually... Uh, March 25th. Um, I don't know what time. Uh, it doesn't matter because by the time this comes out, it doesn't matter. It already happened. But uh, yes, Sony announced State of the Play. It's going to be revealing the new gameplay, new trailers, um, like long forms of footage, I guess, interviews with developers and stuff like that. Um, I guess it's kind of like the Nintendo style of thing. And it, they didn't, Sony did announce earlier, like, or like late last year, that they wouldn't be attending E3 for the press conference. I think they're going to be on the show floor. It's just the press conference they're not doing. Um, so I guess they're trying to directly talk to the consumers. Are you guys for this? Or are you against it? Is E3 dead? Uh, you want to go Ethos? What? Never is mind. E3 I'll go. Dead? <laughs> oh. This is bad. 
This is very, very bad. bad. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That's a podcast for the day. <laughs> oh my god. Sincere. There you go. There you go. <laughs> uh, there's it's, my it's hot getting, take. It's getting kind of thin, man. E3 is getting really thin right about I'm now. I'm not even going to go to E3 this year. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't want to say I was dead, but I mean... Cause Sony never game, did. Though. Sony never did right by us there anyway. So yeah, fuck them. We wasn't going yeah. to that press conference anyway. Yeah. yeah so right. like we were gonna go anyway, but still, the fact that they don't have it there is just kind of like, what are they gonna use as filler for these for these lack of conferences? So I just I don't know. Like I said, like they're supposedly still supposed to be on the show floor, so I would imagine they'll do like an online show, like a direct, and whatever they show there, I guess you'll be able to play on the floor. That's what I'm, I'm guessing, but you know, assuming is always problematic, so I don't want to say that's what's going to happen. That's what I would hope would happen. There's still some presence there. Yeah, but is it really the same though? Like, no, no, no. Because we, we used to, we're used to Nintendo doing their little. They call it clubhouse, treehouse, whatever thingy, majiggy. Nintendo, but, Rick, yeah, yeah. We we used to them doing that, but sony now is like okay i mean we, we really what we got left but i mean what's, and, what's what what can they do different from nintendo what it's it's gonna be the same shit just somebody's gonna come out dressed as like kratos or something like i don't know yeah i reckon it's gonna be like an hour plus long circle jerk and some couple people coming out there cosplaying is um i don't know what's that girl name from horizon uh alloy yeah that and Nathan yeah, Drake. So. And Dr- Nathan Drake. A white and- guy in a handkerchief. Look, it's Nathan Drake. <laughs> <laughs> See? That's what he's saying to play. Huh? Yeah, you know, it's it's oh, going to be man. something. It's, I'm sure it's going to be some hokey shit going on. And so I like the name of it, though. I like the name of the yeah. state of the play. That's cool. Um, so, yeah, look out for that, y'all. Um... Pokemon, a new Pokemon was announced. Uh, for those of you unaware, uh, when they first announced the new Pokemon, they announced there would be the the Pokemon, what was it, Eevee, Let's Go, Pikachu, Let's Go. That was kind of be like something that was supposed to hold you over. And then they announced they had they was working on a real Pokemon game for the Switch. And this is the real Pokemon game. This is why I didn't buy that Eevee shit. Um, and this Back. new Pokemon game is called Sword and Shield. Um, they, uh, they dropped a new trailer. Not much is known about it um other than you know new pokemon new area i'm on the bulbapedia site and according to them according to them pokemon sword and shield takes place in the galar region um it's gonna be like yeah yeah that's what i heard yeah i heard so it's based off of england and that's why i kind of got interested in it because i was like so we're Mm -hmm. basically it's basically gonna be like cloudy and cold so it's like we're gonna pokemon takes place in cleveland so i like i don't really know if i want to play this one now come on i don't know (laughs) I don't know. What do you What do y'all think about Pokemon going to Cleveland, the, the Cleveland region? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they're running out of ideas or what, but um, I like the name yeah. Pokemon Sword and Shield. That sounds cool. Yeah. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. I've never been a big on Pokemon, so I, I'm not really you know yeah. as knowledgeable you knowledgeable as you you all are with it. But yeah. just, I don't know. It's just, I'm not- I'm not gonna lie. I'm actually kind of excited about this one. I don't know why. It's weird. I shouldn't be because uh, I found X and Y was a big disappointment, and um, Sun and Moon was alright. I mean, I find I beat them actually uh, last year uh, or Ultra version. Um, but uh, I don't know. I just I just find it being on the Switch and now like full on 3D and uh, just the capabilities of the Switch. I think this is gonna be very interesting. This is pretty cool. I think um, um, I found Archery Ultra Moon. Uh, I, that's when I bought. I found that one was actually like kind of challenging. Like it actually challenged me, and I don't think a lot of Pokemon games have done that for a very long time for me. 
um wasn't like super hard but i was like okay you know i had to think when i was playing the game somewhat um so if this game i pray to god isn't going to be a very like what they did with x and y because it's a new generation so what pokemon has this bad habit of doing is uh recently is like when a new console comes out and they make the pokemon game for that console they make the game abnormally very casual and very easy um and very simplistic um i hope that they do similar to what they did with um ultra moon and, and ultra sun which is like it's very um there's a lot of stuff for you to do there's a lot of content there's a lot of like post in game stuff um, there's some chat like the AI are actually challenging and they challenge you and really like push your knowledge on Pokemon. Um, that's what I want to see. I just I just hope they 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 incorporate some type of new mechanics into the game. I don't know what they can do, but I think that's why I've kind of fallen out of love with Pokemon over the past few years. I feel like the games really haven't evolved too much from yeah. Red and Blue. It's kind of just still been this rock paper scissors type of thing. Um, I don't I, and it's weird because it's like it's like I'm complaining about it, but at the same time I don't really know what they can do. Um, I'm just looking for a surprise. Give me something. Give me something. Maybe like you know what it is. I think I would be okay with the Pokemon games recently if the story the stories never captivated me. Like, and I don't know if it was because I was a kid. Yeah, Yeah, red and blue. I red and blue though. The story captivated me as a kid, and I don't know if that's because I was a kid. Maybe I have to replay it. But like, Mm -hmm. I just feel like X and Y and Sun and Moon that the stories just did not captivate me, and I kind of dropped them because of that. Yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. Like, when I played, I, again, like, it's hard because, like, you're thinking to yourself, like, is this because I was a kid back then? And, like, now I'm And that's why I said, because Sonic Adventure 2 sucks, kid. right? But yeah, I loved like, it as like, a kid. <laughs> yeah, it's like, damn, like, maybe it's just, like, I was a kid, so I was, like, I just saw any simplistic am shit I, was, like, fucking... Am I an like, idiot? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, like, when you're a kid, like, oh, my God, I was an idiot as a kid. <laughs> like, um, but, yeah, like, the, the, the interesting, I think, is... Um, when, like when i played x and y as an adult i thought the story was atrocious like i was just like yo this is the stupidest shit i've ever seen dude like there's no and then i forgot i was like oh yeah this is probably marketed towards kids that's why i probably don't like it um but i don't i don't know man i like i think it would be interesting i think that could be a switch up like if they're not going to change really like how pokemon games work and function like how like mechanically like maybe if they actually really made a very complex tale or something like that or something that was really deep and um, there are some Pokemon game game. Like I think uh, I haven't played them, but my roommates told me that um, X and Y. I'm mean, not X and Y. Um, Black and White's uh, game actually had a decent story. Like their story actually was pretty interesting. Um, and like they just never have like gone back to it. So I I've always had this issue, and it's the same issue with Pokemon. I think it's the same issue with Kingdom Hearts. I think that for whatever reason, these series don't grow with their audience. Like their audience gets older and they grow up, but it seems like the developers still try to make these games for like a new generation of young people like little kids and they said they're forgetting that their main market are the people who play these games and are hardcore and love these games that they're adults like they've grown up and i think like i'd like to see pokemon um really like take that and be like all right we're gonna make an actual like something that's like yo like it's gonna be like maybe something darker or maybe like low-key like yeah this is gonna be like it's have funny. like some complex themes or it's something. funny you say that because i feel like they're doing that with the detective pikachu movie from like the recent yeah. trailer i saw i saw some, like some adult all. jokes in there that i feel he like i wouldn't have got it cusses yeah, yeah I'm saying, like there was some adult hell. stuff in there so i was like don't tell yeah. me y'all can't make it a little bit more mature exactly like, yeah i feel that like, yo get me the hell out of here so i think like that maybe nintendo starting to realize that and like okay let's make some things for pokemon more towards adults because oh let's hit it doesn't got to be rated r but you know it doesn't got to yeah. be e either you can make it maybe PG. a pg-13 a yeah. bit of pg-13 thing here and there you know maybe add some romances in the <laughs> <laughs> this guy <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, no god the kids bro the kids <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness so is, is this is this sword and shield supposed to come out this year we have no idea uh mm. maybe maybe or the 2020 they i don't think they give us a date let me see 
it is what it is. Um, I, I, I'll keep an eye. I don't want to say I look forward to it. 2019. I'll, that's what this year. I'll, I'll keep my eye on it. I'll keep my eye on it. We'll see where it, we'll see where yeah. it goes. Um, oh, uh, Xbox News. Um, so oh. we know this from last year. Everybody's acting surprised. I guess still to this day, I find this funny. A lot of people missed this in last year's E3 press conference. But an old boy stood on stage and said they're <laughs> working on a new Xbox. Um, so for some reason, it's surprising to people that news recently came out. Well, this is a rumor. This isn't confirmed, but it's surprising people um, that Xbox Microsoft is working on two different Xboxes. Um, one is geared more towards a level entry Xbox, and then the other one is going to be more a high end. The uh, the high end one will have better specs, um, more hard drive, and then the lower end one will uh, be, I think, diskless to save money for Microsoft, but it'll still be a pretty high end machine. Um, what's the name? How you guys feel about that? Like, do you think? This is the time that we can now live in an era where you can buy a console and, and, and it totally totally digital. Yeah. Yes. It, it's it's all it's been moving in that direction. So yeah, what's the name? Uh, th- that's one of the reasons like game sales are kind of hard to track because you can't track digital sales. All these digital most, sales. I, yeah, I think I read somewhere like most game sales now are seventy percent uh, digital. I was like, I didn't even know that. I was like, damn, so yeah. I'm like in the minority was, buying. Hard GameStop copies. is going to die, bro. It wasn't gonna. It wasn't just dead. It was gonna be murdered. Okay? I can argue it is the time because I mean, like we all PC gaming, yeah. like we all mostly buy digital We've games. Been digital really. for years. Yeah, 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 yeah. Doing, so it's like, just not gonna happen. Console. Then Steam became like one of the biggest stores ever. Like we've been doing this digital thing for a very long time this is like a brand new concept i think streaming is the I mean, even streaming's been done Shit. even in there remember like oh what did you say like on live the ouya uh the on live the um, it's another i forgot there's another platform that used to do streaming too i can't remember playstation now playstation now yep um so i mean these things aren't like really that far-fetched i don't think we're like that far away from you know i wouldn't surprise me if the ps5 and the xbox both were like yeah you know like I bet you what they're going to push really is going to be you can play your console anywhere, like on your phone, on your tablet, and you don't have to be connected to your Wi-Fi. You can be anywhere in the world and you can play on your console. I think that might be what they're going to push. That's the next step, I think. What's the name? Uh, yeah, like I, I could almost argue that like this generation has been a beta test and like they've they looked at the data and they're like, all right, I think we can because like this this past generation, I feel like it was too soon. Like people weren't ready for digital. And that's why Xbox yeah. got a lot of backlash. But I feel they like this, the DRM online, always online thing. They yeah, but I think this has been a beta test and they've looked at the data and I think people are more accepting now, especially now that I've read this 70% of game sales are digital. I had no idea. I was like, damn, I'm I'm one of the only few still buying hard yeah. copies. Like, You're yeah. a minority. <laughs> <laughs> You're black. In more than one way. <laughs> <laughs> Sensational. <laughs> I'm just curious to know how much this new Xbox is going to cost because this Xbox One X just came out like last year and I just got this thing. So hopefully Xbox has realized they can't sell a overpriced console and think it's going to win them. I think they realized that after last gen, they've got to sell a cheap console. Yeah, go low and then just make up with, with game sales or like microtransactions. You got to actually make exclusives, Microsoft. They got to make some games, bro, yeah, for me to even games. ever consider that shit because I'm not trying to buy a, a $400, $500 TV stand, bro. Like, I don't even think I'm, any of us are going to buy this. I feel like 
I, we're at the point, I think Microsoft's acknowledged it. Like, if you're a PC gamer, there's no way, no reason you'd buy an Xbox now. Especially now that I forgot to yeah. put it in the yeah. notes. Especially oh, now Michael, yeah. the, the Master Chief collection is coming to PC. What yeah. reason is there to own an Xbox? Like, we yeah. can play Crackdown oh, 3. Yeah. Play that. Gears is on PC. Halo's <laughs> <laughs> on PC. What, what else do we need? Like, what, yeah. are we, what, else, what else are we? I forgot to put that in the notes. For those I mean, of you we said that We said that two years ago. Yeah, we three, did. When they was talking about, like, define, I think TV said, like, define the definition of exclusive because everything yeah. everything is coming to pc like it's it's basically even uh, playstation games are starting to come to pc was it quantum dreams all three of their games now they're coming learn to PC. how to build a pc or just buy one i don't know a lot man. Of remember neo was uh originally an uh ps4 exclusive what happened it ended up on pc no, we about yeah, to detroit elitist, detroit right? detroit's detroit, coming yep, to PC, pc now become human yep. yeah yep. a uh, lot of things are changing the <laughs> There's a lot of things. They, I think I think these Japanese companies seen how much money there is to make on PC, oh, and it's, yeah. it's nothing to port your game on a digital platform. Oh, so yeah. Yeah. it's like, oh yeah, well let's let's spend let's get this money then, basically. Let's get this money, gamers. <laughs> so like, yeah, that price is going to be very indicative of how successful the situation is. Um, you know, part of me kind of wishes they would get away from these names. I wish they would just call it the Xbox 720. I don't know why. Like, I feel like if they come out and they call it the Xbox 720, it'll feel like, okay, we're returning we're returning to the glory days. Because I'm going to be honest, like I, I play PlayStation because that's where everybody's at. That's where all my friends are at. But I really prefer an Xbox controller. Uh, so like if they could get it back together so they, we can get everybody back on the Xbox board, uh, that would be nice. Because, I mean, we all play with Xbox controllers on PC anyway, so, you know. I need to get me a new Xbox One controller. And y'all was talking about games. Yelling. Remember, they had those. They announced they had those seven studios. Uh, it's rumored that that uh, yeah. Halo Infinity is supposed to be a, a, a launch title for the new the Xbox. New, I mean, that's the thing I, is, that's is, is it going right? to? We said that was yeah. Smart. It's going to be a launch title. That's yeah. cool and all, but we say is it going to be an exclusive or is it coming to PC though? Yeah. I mean, you know, it's going. They said. They you said this point oh four. Yeah, they said Infinite's gonna be on PC too. Oh yeah, so they're even less reason to buy an X, but Jesus yeah, Christ, yeah. right? Well, you gotta remember, you gotta remember. At the end of the day, I understand why Microsoft's doing this. It's smart from like a monetary standpoint. They're like, all right, look, like we have an entire demographic of like people who want who begged for Halo. You know how much money they're gonna make <laughs> when they release this shit on Steam? Like it's gonna be a top seller, like probably for the entirety of the month. They're gonna make millions of dollars off of this coming to PC, uh, and they're selling it like all. They're gonna be that's, that's on Steam too. Yeah, it's gonna be on Steam. They're gonna make hella bank off of that shit. And then on top of that, you gotta remember then, um, there are still, you know, whether you agree with them or not, there are still people out there who are scared to death about having a PC, about playing on PC, or or miss absolutely uh, having misinformation about the PC. So they're gonna stick on Xbox because it feels it's safe for it's a safe space for them. They feel safe there. Um, they feel like they, you know, when a lot of things are taken care of care of by themselves, they don't have to worry about, you know, what if my can't be mad at them for that. that. Yeah, like it can't be mad. And like some of them are. You know, they'd be scared shitless if, like, let's say your GPU dies or your RAM dies. Like, we know, like, oh, well. You got to research what's wrong with it. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, it's just easier to stream from console, too. Right. Yeah. It's just way easier. Like, you know, when you boot up, you know, for for them for console, they feel like it's way easier for them to, like, you know, get into friends and stuff like that. Like, you know, if we introduce somebody to PC, what do we have to do? We have to tell them that you got to get Steam, uh, get Discord. You got to explain to them what Discord is, how it functions. You know, this is how we use the chat. This is what we use to play games. This is how you stream. Like, (laughs) why do I got to have all these apps open? (laughs) Right. Xbox is just like, hit a button. Okay. Now you're streaming. And it's not that good, but it's like, hey, at least you can do the basics of (laughs) it. Some people (laughs) should have thrown the shade. It's not that good, but. this man <laughs> some people don't mind paying for that for that convenience though yeah the convenience so, price yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we'll see what happens as long as lizard squad so don't more take people my shit are getting on pc right. that is more people are jumping to pc yeah yeah it's uh you gotta people are slowly starting to understand what's going on on this side 
Um, Remember when we were shit on for years for that? Remember that? that Bro, this is this is a cycle here on the Gaming Illuminati <laughs> podcast. We give hot takes about that? what's going to happen in the future or what we think about. And things. then it happens. You guys call us idiots in the fucking chat. You remember when they shat on us because you guys said that Red Dead Redemption was just okay? It wasn't that great. None of them are playing that game anymore. <laughs> What happened to Red Dead Online? You guys remember that? Uh, yeah, I remember uh, they got pissed at you for un- uninstalling the shit. Uh, I was like, eh, I'm good, but it's whatever. No Man's Sky, they they shat on us because they said that was going to be oh, yeah. the greatest game ever, and <laughs> that game died the day it came out. <laughs> that shit was dead on arrival, bro. Oh, like, remember we watched the Twitch streams and we saw someone fall asleep? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that shit was great, That shit was great. <laughs> So it's like a cycle with us, bro. Like we share, yeah. like we share our actual. It's opinions. a funny meme. It's yeah. a good meme now. And, yeah. and then, and then, like years later, people come back and you know, like you know what, you yeah. were right about this. I got a PC, man. You were right, man. I just bought a PC last month, man. I'm so I'm happy. Man, the people that, at least the people that admit it, you can't be mad. Yeah, facts. You can't like, be mad well, for it. But it's the ones that you they know they're wrong, but they still won't admit it. But they still come around and try to you know justify their beliefs. It's just like, come on, fam, you. All right, well, I can agree with you on this, but but it's just according video to, games. Ac- according to my calculations, I'm like, come on, bro, it ain't that deep, my guy. It's, it's about games, fam. Like, just, just be wrong. <laughs> just, just, just be, be wrong. wrong. Just be wrong, bro. Just no, we got to put that on a shirt. Yeah. Just be wrong. Just be wrong. Just be wrong. Nothing's wrong with being wrong. Got another catchphrase, y'all. Put that on a t-shirt. Right. Oh my just lord, be wrong, man. It's uh, okay. And we are an hour 20 something into the show. What's the name? Uh, last thing I got on my notes, uh, just briefly talk about this because I know you're a big fan of this. Uh, during GDC 2019, uh, a sequel out of nowhere was announced for a cult classic, uh, Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2. Uh, why should people be excited about this ethos? Oh, okay. <laughs> what was that noise, bro? <laughs> you don't understand. <laughs> that was a fanboy sigh. Uh, uh, this man's toes curled. Uh, <laughs> um, it's there's so much. A uh, Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines was like it, it was a cult classic. Um, not everybody knows about the game. Not a lot of people played the game back then. But for those people who did play it on PC, or you can still play it now on PC, um, it was probably low key one of the best games of all time. Uh, it is one of the best RPGs, uh, bar none. Um, the the story was fire. The gameplay for its time was fire. Um, the choices you could do. Um, it's like basically kind of like um, the fuck. It's like Mass Effect, but like with um, more like a vampire setting. Um, but it's just overall. We ne- it's been 16 years. No one could have even fathomed that this game would have ever got picked up for a sequel because like it had a cult following. Uh, it didn't really have a mainstream appeal. A lot of people didn't know about the game. I, I did a video about this game. Um, um, when was it like two years ago? About a yeah, about a year and a half ago. Um, and I I titled that video that like Bloodlines was ahead of its time, and that like if it had come now, it would be considered like one of the best games of all time. So to see that like someone saw that and was like, "Yo, we're gonna make like a sequel for it," I think it's like really incredible. Um, it's done by Paradox, which um, I think they're they're a good developer. I think they can, they can get the job done. I think they they know what made Bloodlines or made Vampire a great game and what gamers expect from that series. Um, so I think if they can rekindle that magic, I, I low key um just to give you a, a, a i guess a bar of like where i am excitement wise uh like for me the the announcement of this was like on the equivalent of the equivalency of uh us seeing cyberpunk behind closed doors like i'm very excited about this and mm. i cannot wait to play this game no doubt like it's it's definitely it just immediately hit like top two most exciting games that is it almost makes me want to play it do you feel like have you played it recently did it age well 
Oh yeah, like you can still play it now. You just gotta patch it a little bit. Um, if you want to play it, I can like show you like uh, where you can get the patch. But it 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 aged very well. Like um, even though the game came out busted, the gaming community who like loves this game, they have modded it for years and years oh, and years. Shit. Like it, it's like Skyrim. Like it's really good. You can get lost in that game for a very long time. It's really, oh, a hundred hour game. I don't got time for that. Oh, it's not, it's not Is that long? Hour. No, no, no. It's like 20, 18 to 20 hours story-wise. Just there's so much stuff you could do on the side that if you wanted to lose your mind, you could go off and just do whatever you want. You could spend 100 hours in the game. But if you just want to play the main story, you could beat it in like 20 hours, like a Deus Ex campaign. Um, mm, but it's overall, okay, it's really okay. good. The voice acting is really good. It's it's just, it's aged very well. Um, unlike Mass Effect 1. I might so, have uh, to... Uh, yeah, remaster that, please. Thank you. Um, yeah, yeah, we need the trilogy for that. That's a day one cup. Yeah. Uh, I might I'll have to put that on the back burner and get that like on a Steam sale. Because yeah, like, you're not the only person bored, I've heard oh, say that. I've, I've heard several people say that. Like It's one of those games, if you know, you know. You know, yeah. It's like, um, you know how people talk about Knights of the Republic and they're like, damn, we wish we had this shit back. It's like that. It's like one of those cult games way back that like people keep talking about. Like You bring it up and like people will be like, that was the shit back then. It was really good. Got you, got you, got Highly you. recommend it. Highly recommend the game. Um, I'm tired of talking, and plus Discord seems to be fucking up a little bit because Ethos sounding like a robot. Not right now, but you were a oh, second shit. ago. Uh, um, okay, and I think that's a sign to wrap this show up. I'm tired of talking yep. to you black folks anyway. Um, right. <laughs> it's almost 5 p.m. It's 4.43. I don't talk to black folks after 5 p.m. Um, <laughs> I'm just joking. We're all black for the people who listen. It's a joke. We're all black here. It's a joke. Let me report that podcast. Um, um, anyways, <laughs> all right, you got the floor, Ethos. So, what's your closing statement for Gaming Illuminati episode 82? Go. Hey, thanks everybody for all the support. We hate us, but you love us at the same time, and we appreciate that. You could be anywhere in the world, but oh, you're here with us. I'm glad you kept that short. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. I'm tired of talking to you. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right, Fly, you got the floor. What's your closing statement for episode 82? Go. Alright, man. Everybody, man, appreciate y'all with the continued support and future support, man. Shout out to uh everybody in GI. Y'all make sure y'all check out Anon's uh project coming out. By the time y'all hear this, it'll be already out. Y'all make sure y'all check that out. Oh, no threat. No threat. Yep. So also uh you know what I'm saying all the different podcasts on the on the GI, you know what I'm saying? You got, you know, all the different podcasts. This podcast y'all listen to, you got the money talks that Siggy just started, you know what I'm saying? You got the triple threat. Uh, what else you got uh, enlightened sounds with me and jg otaku. and my solo joint you got an anime you got the, podcast yes, you otaku got the anime summit. joint so yeah otaku summit my solo joint which is called unfiltered facts y'all can check that out on everywhere everywhere people are actually asking me on twitch uh can you make like a playlist on spotify you just reminded me i i think i can group us all together so they can just find us on one page i'm gonna look into that yeah so y'all make sure y'all check all that stuff out man god bless y'all there it is there it is um and last thing i want to say on the podcast is i appreciate everybody coming through supporting as usual um and just remember to remain humble um because things can your whole life can change in the span of a year you could be on top right now shitting on everybody just talking shit and people are going to remember how you made them feel and then when you fall off nobody's going to care i mean look at PUBG's two-year anniversary you wouldn't even know that happened if it wasn't for me <laughs> i was waiting to see, like the wind up bro was just <laughs> I was waiting waiting to see where the pitch was landing, bro. You know, you know the best part about that statement is that whole statement was a contradiction, right? (laughs) Yeah.
I love that hypocritical <laughs> shit, nigga. <laughs> you know, shit, no, okay. oh, I love that hypocritical <laughs> shit. Let's go. GI oh. Podcast 82. Appreciate everybody coming through. Um, if you guys want to further support the show, support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash GI updates. Um, also remember we're available on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, all the major outlets. Um, download the GI app available on iOS and Android. Keep in mind we spell Illuminati with the word naughties and naughty or nice. And other than that, we will see you guys on the next episode of Gaming Illuminati. Bye.